Welcome to For the Podcast. That's it. Right. <laughs> okay, I guess that's, that's our intro for this week. Um, hey, that was my line. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is what, episode uh, 49? Episode 49, yep. And it's our um, annual WWDC recap show. First annual. Yeah, first oh, no, annual. second. No, actually, we may have done it before, right? I don't know. You had we'll one see. last year? Maybe. Karen obviously listens. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. I follow. Yeah. Um, so WWDC was earlier uh, this morning, right? Yes. Did you actually get a chance to watch it? Mike, I know you've been busy. No, not at all. Zero. So do you I, know I what they announced? The or? Only through like texts between you and Will. Oh, okay, good. Uh, then the pressure's on me to kind of explain what they've announced then, huh? Yeah, I watched like the seven-minute recap on the on Mac oh. Rumors. That should be all that you need to know then. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Cool. Then I watched it. <laughs> okay. So uh, real quick, let's just go over our uh, first annual draft results, right? Okay. Wait. Shouldn't we first... Wait. Why is Karen here? Oh, Karen just wants to... She, she followed in, so she wanted to join this week. So okay. uh, she's going to join for the entire show, I think. Oh, Hooray. I, I, I can just comment on your wins and losses okay sounds good <laughs> so what happened I, I was i couldn't even keep track so, so I i'm think trusting you based on my tally i think you won um it, 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 if you want to be generous to me i think it's a tie but i think that you you probably won i'll give you half a point for the refresh look in ios 11 i don't even know what ios 11 looks like but i, I just saw that control center pick that's very generous of you because now he's lost four to 3.5 <laughs> um, um Okay, so what did we get right? So what did you get real right? quick, I got right Siri speaker, my number one pick. Ten point five inch iPad announced, and iPad gets revamped Pro features. Um, so that was your one, two, and three. Yeah, I started strong. Wait, you yeah. guess like ten point five exactly? Ten point five. Yeah, that was the rumor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't get significantly improved Siri, which arguably Siri got better, but not to the extent that I wanted her to get better. Um, picture in picture in tvOS, dark mode, 4K on iTunes, podcast editing app and iTunes broken into separate apps. So and from what I could tell, it seems like that uh, they're kind of saving that tvOS and 4K stuff for maybe later, huh? Yeah, they actually, I mean, we can talk about this, but Tim Cook says, I think it was Tim Cook or someone who announced the tvOS stuff said there will be more to come on TV or on Apple TV later this year. Okay. So right. I think that it is coming in September, but it just was probably too premature for WWDC. Yep. Um, refresh look in iOS 11. Uh, I mean, th- there is some stuff for the iPad there that is like totally new, but um, I don't know. I mean, that that's a maybe at best. Uh, you got refresh MacBook Pro, Amazon Video app. Yep, Amazon Video app for TVOS. Two. Yep. Yep. Then you missed on uh, three through eight, I think. And uh, then you, yeah, uh, so I missed on HomeKit for Mac, sleep tracking for Apple Watch, the ability to type to Siri, which you can do, but it wasn't announced. It wasn't announced during the keynote, which was one of our rules. Yep. Cheaper iCloud storage pricing, which they kind of did, but also didn't announce. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, multi-user multi-user support. support, which no. Mac OS 11, no. But you did get machine learning data can sync between devices <laughs> and then person-to-person Apple Pay. Wow, so I finished strong. Yeah, I started and finished strong, and you ended up winning with four points to arguably three and a half or, or three points for me. So you know, congrats. I'll give you 0.99 points for that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so you win four to 
<laughs> Thanks, sir. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think we should uh, hopefully try to keep this short. Um, but, th- I mean, you didn't watch the WWDC announcements, but they were like, it was over two hours long, and they went like super fast through everything. So it was like a really quick pace. So hopefully we can match that pace. Okay. Okay, so the Counting first thing the first thing they announced, uh, T- oh, actually, so I wrote down a whole list of things. We don't need to talk about everything. Um, the first thing they did for tvOS was uh, Apple or Amazon Prime coming this fall. Uh, the app is finally coming to tvOS, and that's literally all they announced for Apple TV. Oh, that's okay. nice. Yeah, yeah. What do you what do you think, Karen? I mean, I don't know. Don't we? What do we use now to watch Amazon? We typically watch it on the uh, Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I really don't like that. I don't like switching between different. What do you guys primarily watch TV on when you watch TV? Apple TV. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is a good thing then. I mean, it's good, but I don't think we really watch that many Amazon Prime shows. But I mean, like, if there is something, I guess like Man in the High Castle. Yeah, Yeah. we we also watch the Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, right now we've been watching on Apple TV, but we have a new 4K TV and the new Apple TV doesn't do 4K. So mm-hmm. just out of habit, we still use the Apple TV. Sometimes when, when we remember, we'll try to use another device for Netflix that has 4K. Yeah. But um, so we're kind of looking forward to the new Apple TV, hopefully this fall. With Amazon Prime video 4K support. Hopefully, yeah. And Netflix and, and all that stuff, so. We'll see. Did they say anything? They didn't say anything about like the TV app or whether it would be literally the... nothing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, they said that like uh, they started with very few uh, providers in TV and the TV app, and now they have a lot. But they didn't say like Comcast or Time Warner or any of the big names. Okay. All right. So that was it for TVOS. Yep. Wait. Do you mean that there's going to be a new Apple TV, like new form? new hardware? Oh. Okay. Yeah. I hope they change the remote. Yeah. I really hate the remote. Yeah, oh yeah, do you think they good. will? I, I guess I we're think now they speculating will. about the next one, but yeah, I think they will. Yeah, I always end up holding the remote upside down. Yeah, it's really it's <laughs> it's really hard to tell by touch, which is why I like the the TiVo remote is really easy to tell because I think it's it's weighted more on one side. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So the next thing they did was WatchOS. So they announced WatchOS four. Um, also very minor. Uh, I think they they redesigned the dock to be vertical scrolling instead of uh, left and right, which is nice because it makes sense because the wheel scrolls up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they have a Siri proactive watch face, which makes sense as well. It kind of reminds me of Google Now, so it, it's like a Siri watch face that will surface different types types of cards depending on where you are. So like during the end of the day, it'll tell you what your commute home is looking like. Uh, if you have any meetings, it'll show you those. It'll show you news as it comes up, things like that. That's a watch face, not a complication? It's a watch face, yeah. It's a Siri watch okay. face. I, I mean, almost to the point where I don't even think you can add other complications, even activity, Which so I don't know how much I would use it, but it kind of makes sense to have this on the wrist, I think. Yeah. Oh, I've noticed you've been using your Apple Watch, or like you've been doing more workouts. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I didn't want I, to I get any more. <laughs> Maybe faking my workouts to get some achievements, but I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. I've been using uh, Karen's Apple Watch, actually. The series zero, series series zero thirty eight millimeter. What did you did you get a thirty or a series one? I bought one and I never opened it because I, I started wearing Karens and I figured it works fine. So um, I'm gonna wait for series three in the fall. Okay. 
Yeah. Then they announced some other stuff like a, a kaleidoscope watch face, which makes no sense. It looks really bad. Uh, <laughs> I saw. I saw that. Yeah. A Toy Story. Uh, a couple of Toy Story, or I guess three Toy Story watch faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, updates to the activity app. Uh, oh, th- this is something that you might like. I don't know if you heard. Um, so that it's going to like automatically sync some music tracks to your Apple Watch, seem- seemingly in the background, I guess. Okay. And then, um, so you can always have music on there when you exercise, and you can automatically select a playlist to p- start playing when you exercise. Oh, that's good because I always play the same playlist like on shuffle when I start a workout. Yeah, and then I think when you're in the workout mode, you can swipe to the next screen and it will actually give you the music controls. Oh, that's way better. That actually is a good quality of life improvement because that is annoying. Because when you work out and you raise raise your wrist, it shows like the, the workout stats. But then I got to click like the whatever the dial thing and then go into the music app and then change track. And yeah, that's annoying. That's really nice. I like that. Wait, does this mean that the music is going to be loaded on your watch? Yeah. So you can listen to it with like a Bluetooth. AirPods. Oh, oh, AirPods. Yeah, so I think they're really pushing like, um, you know, syncing music to your watch and then you running with your watch and AirPods and then maybe not even bringing your phone because you have everything you need. Did they say how many songs it could hold? Yeah, I think there's like four gigs of storage on the watch. And I mean, most people probably don't use that many apps. So I think most of it is available. So it's kind of like I've heard some podcasters refer to it kind of like an iPod shuffle. Um, yeah. Where, it, you know, you can probably have a couple of albums and some playlists on there, uh, but not like your entire music library. But enough. Yeah. Yeah. I have, nice. I have one playlist synced to it. Yeah. But it has like 90 songs. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah, uh, I literally have never synced any music because I hear it's like really slow. It is um, slow the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if they do it in the background and they just do like my whatever like exercise playlist, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will actually exercise more instead of pretending to exercise and using the uh, activity app. <laughs> okay. Uh, then they moved over to macOS. Uh, the new version is not macOS 11, Mike. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's called. It's hot. High Sierra, really? Yeah. I actually thought, so Craig came out and he was like, you know, he did his normal like, oh, we had the marketing team go out and like, you know, pick the name, right? Yeah. And you know, normally like the first few are like joke ones. Uh He didn't have any joke ones. He was like, oh, High Sierra. And then that was kind of like a joke. But then like, that was actually the name. They're like. I'm like, oh, that's actually, that's actually the name. So um, it's kind of interesting. You had, you had a chance, Apple. You could have just. Mac OS 11. Mac OS 11. Yeah. It could have been Mac OS 11 High Sierra. Come on. Yeah, you know, when you said that, like, so I realized, like, they haven't really been numbering them. I mean, there is, like, a 10.12 or something like that, 10.13, but, um, yeah. I mean, they don't market it as that. That's true. So, yeah, it kind of made sense that they didn't go back to that, but... Um, Why didn't I think of that last week? What a waste <laughs> of a pick. So, uh, some quick things for, for High Sierra. Um, they improved Safari, so it's even faster, and they claim it's, like, the fastest browser which I'm sure it is until the next version of whatever Chrome comes out with, it will be even faster. Well, that's good, because we have been using Safari. Yeah. Um, the So a couple of headlining features, I guess, is um, they will auto-block um, movie, uh, like videos that auto-play. Yeah, that's really annoying. I hate that. Yeah. So if, if that works, um, and like it doesn't, you know, they don't develop videos that can block the auto-blocker, then, like, yeah, yeah. then that would be great. Um, and then another thing that they're going to try to do is... Um, auto block those cookies that track you across sites 
Oh, okay. So like, you know, if you like search for something on Amazon and you, or, and then you go to Facebook and you'll see an ad for that thing on Amazon. I think they're going to try to, they're not blocking ads per se, they say, but like they are going to try to limit the cross site tracking. Oh, that's good. I hated when like I look for something and then the next site I go to just has that item. And then the next one I go to still has it. And then like a couple days later, it's still showing me that. Is that, wait, is that what this is? That's what they're talking about. I mean, they say that they're going to try to do it. So I don't know. Again, this is like, you know, if the people who come up with the trackers find a way around it, then, um, you know, they're going to win. But they said that they're using machine learning uh, to try to identify these trackers. And so, you know, hopefully it will work. Okay. So Min and I, for some reason, like, I don't know how, I don't know if like I maybe logged into her Amazon account or something, but she gets like random things that I search for on my iPhone will like pop up in her ads on her phone. Um, And then I think one time we were at the airport and then like we were just like sitting looking at our phones and she got like really mad at me. I'm like, what happened? And she shows me an ad and it's for like divorce attorneys in like, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what are you looking at? And then I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? And she's like, our accounts are linked. They know what you're searching for. And I was like, no. I was like, oh what is this? Then you need so, to upgrade uh, to High Sierra immediately, Mike. As, as soon as it comes out. Yeah. This is a key feature for me. <laughs> Wait, isn't High Sierra only on... The desktop? Yeah, um, I mean, I would imagine that they will come to iOS. It'll come to iOS as well, but um, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Uh, then they announced some like, you know, do you use Mail, Apple Mail? No. Okay, they announced some stuff for that, and then some uh, photo stuff, which is uh, metadata syncing across devices, right? Yep. Uh, increased or you know improved facial recognition using neural nets. What does that even mean? Uh, machine learning stuff, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then updated photo editing, uh, I think more advanced stuff with curves. And then like a, a cool thing where if you use an external third-party uh, photo editor like um, Pixelmator uh-huh. and you edit the photo in Pixelmator, once you save it and exit Pixelmator, it will actually reflect it back in the Photos app. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's kind of like normal or I guess. Is it like non-destructive saving? I would imagine so, yeah. Okay. But I, I don't know. Um, that's nice then they announced some APFS stuff uh, they kind of demoed like how much how much faster it was They're, they had like a list of things on there like uh, file versioning and stuff I think was on there but they didn't demo any of it so I'm not sure how, to what extent but they, they, they're going to like take advantage of the new APFS stuff yeah but uh, they said it will be the default uh, I guess file system but it doesn't sound like they're going to auto convert your drive to APFS when you upgrade Okay. All but right. Maybe. That's kind of like, like if you do a new, like I had a new installation of, I think I reinstalled macOS and then it has all those stupid like autocorrect stuff like automatically turned on. Oh, but yeah, if yeah. You, if you just upgrade, it doesn't like, it doesn't like force that on you. So I guess it's maybe that kind of a thing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Metal 2, machine learning, VR stuff. So they're actually, they announced a new iMacs, right? Uh-huh. Uh, brighter displays, KB-like processors, um, Fusion Drive standard now, no more spinning disk uh, drives, I think. Um, Wait, what's a, isn't a Fusion Drive a spinning disk? Oh, like no more only spinning disk, right? Like they'll have like at least a combination of SSD. They were still selling like I just, think so. I think wow. when, they, when they lowered the price of the iMac the year after we got ours, uh-huh. um, 
the way that they did that was they released a, a lower model that only had a spinning disk, no fusion. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's good. So I mean, basically, generally, like the iMac got improved. Um, they did some demos for VR, which is nice because like Apple was never really too big on VR, and like people that wanted to either use VR or develop for VR couldn't really do it on a Mac. Uh huh. So I think that that you know that was. I mean, I'm not an expert in this stuff, so I don't know how how impressive it was, but that's nice to see. Yeah, that they're trying. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> exciting. I mean, yeah. like, I don't know how much that computer will be. Oh, the oh, one so, that works with you know. Right. So then, so then, what they did was they they actually well, spoiler sneak, alert. Yeah, they sneak peeked the uh, new iMac Pro. So did you okay. see that? Um, I just saw like a picture of it. It looked uh, really evil. Yeah, it's like a, a space gray iMac with space gray keyboard, space gray trackpad, space gray uh, magic mouse. Uh huh. No, um, it's so sleek. It's yeah. so nice. Yeah, it looks really nice. It's, yeah, yeah. It's but it starts at $4,999, so I will never get one. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't yeah. know it was that expensive. Yeah. I totally missed that part. I was like, oh, I hope Jason wants well, to buy this one. Well, it's because it's, <laughs> it's for, like, professionals, right? Like, it's, it's not the Mac Pro, but it's basically the iMac that's geared towards Mac Pro. So they did some stuff to, like... Uh, increase the maximum amount of RAM and like the like it can take up to 18 core processors you know um, do you think this is what they had planned like after they I killed think so. the Mac yeah. Pro yeah okay my guess is that they thought this was enough and then people were like no and causing so much of like you know fuss that they were like fine we'll also do another Mac Pro as well but what do you think do you think this is enough minus like the expandability issue yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there's always a thing where it comes with a 5K monitor. So if the display breaks, but your internals are great, then, you know, what do you do? And so it's always tricky. I think pros will rather have, like, external displays compared, like, Just you know, you, hooked up yes. to a a chassis. Right? right. But, I mean, I don't know. This is I, I would never get this. It looks awesome. Like, I wish that I had this as my computer, but it's I'm not the target. So I don't know how impressive it is. And I don't know whether it's good value or not. But it looks Do you cool. think they'll eventually trickle at least the color down in oh, a year or two? Yeah, I was going to ask that as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. That's awesome. But they did say that they you can't buy the accessories uh, separately. So, okay. so you can't buy the Space Gray keyboard. It's like a bigger, or it's like a full-size keyboard? Yeah, I think they, they the one they showed might have had a number pad as well. Yeah, it has yeah. a number pad. Yeah. It's really nice. I mean, it, it, it looks really... Um, like the edges look really thin. The not the bezel, but like the Yeah, well the the current wireless keyboard is like the chiclet keyboard, you know, like it, it has no bezel really. Um the bigger keys, kinda like the MacBook Pro keyboard, but I think with a little bit more travel. Yeah. So I mean I assume it's the same one, but I, I'm not sure. Uh, but this isn't enough to even make you get the the new iMac. Um <laughs> I really loved my iMac when I had it. Um, and the price, it seems like is lower. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is, is it's probably the same, like 1799 or maybe, right? Like for the 27. Oh yeah. Yeah. 1799. But now you get the fusion drive, right? So, I mean, it is better. It's faster. There's better graphics. Um, so it's not a bad deal for 1799 to be honest. But my one question is, um, I wonder if it can do target display mode. Oh yeah. Because the other one's a nice feature when they had it. Yeah. Well, for me, I need two monitors with my a second monitor with my work laptop, which is a PC. And so if I use my iMac as a desktop 
and then I want to connect my PC to an external monitor. Now I need an iMac and an external monitor, which I didn't want. Yeah. But if I can use this iMac, then, you know, it makes some sense to have one. I, I don't, I wasn't planning on getting one, but who knows? Okay. Yep. Doesn't uh, seem like you can. Oh, it sounds you can't do target display? Yeah. It seems like since they went Retina, you cannot. Oh, because they do have Thunderbolt displays on them. Uh, Thunderbolt, yeah. uh, Thunderbolt ports. Right. So, okay. Uh, they also uh, bumped the all of the MacBooks, including the MacBook Air. So the MacBook, the MacBook Pros, and the MacBook Air to uh, the so new KB-like processors. So our MacBook Pros are now out of date? Yeah, but they didn't really do anything else. They didn't uh, add Force Touch or anything or 3D Touch to the Touch Bar or anything like that. So, Okay. Uh, it's just a spec bump for, for speed only. I don't okay. even think they... I don't even think they support 32 gigs of RAM, but I'm not sure about that. Oh, really? I thought for sure that would be something that they would do. Yeah. I mean, I remember that was the rumor, and that's what people wanted, but I don't remember them saying that, but I could be wrong. Um, I'm going to okay. try to build one right now while you keep talking. <laughs> okay. Then the next thing was iOS 11. Um, they uh, redesigned the Messages app. So now there's a app drawer underneath before you start typing anything so that before the keyboard comes up there's like a thin sliver that shows all your iMessage apps so it's like try to encourage people to actually use them because otherwise you know previously you had to click the chevron button and then hit the app store button and then start you know scrolling and it, it's yeah it's long. really out of the way yeah so hopefully that will help do you think you'll actually use it more no <laughs> uh, well well so i mean i guess uh, we'll get to this next, but the one thing that they mentioned was uh, they released person-to-person Apple Pay, right? Yeah. And that's through iMessage. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know how they do like those smart, uh, I forget what they're called, but like, you know, if you say, oh, you owe me $25, one of the auto suggestions will be Apple Pay. Okay. So I guess then you don't need to use the app drawer if it's going to suggest it. But, you know, I guess if I owe someone money and that's always there and the Apple Pay button is there, then that makes it a little easier. I might use that, but I'm probably not going to use it for like games or anything like that. How do you normally pay your, like what is your normal like pay person-to-person payment service of choice? I think we both use Cash or Venmo. Yeah, I feel like that's what it is for me too. It's but either I, Cash or Venmo. Yeah, I feel like... And you can send that to like anyone, right? Like this is only for people with iPhones? Yeah, I would assume this is probably only for people with iPhones, but like, I don't know. My mom uses an iPhone and she has cash on her phone, but yeah. I feel like if there was Apple Pay, I mean, if there were the person-to-person feature was set up, well, I guess it doesn't have to be set up, right? All I have to do is update her iOS and then I'll be on there. Oh, I guess I have to link her bank account. She probably needs to be set up for Apple Pay. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. That makes it a little easier. I don't know. I've been having some problems problems with cash recently. Oh, really? So. I've been getting like random requests from people. Like this person <laughs> won't request ten dollars, and like they keep emailing me like every week. It's like reminder. So are you gonna pay me or not? Re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just oh, give me the ten dollars. I, I, I need to pay you. Um, oh. But okay, wait. So they it's a three percent charge for credit cards. This is a question that I had. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, I saw that on a website. Um, I haven't confirmed it. I think they charge okay. for, like, Venmo would charge you, too, for right, that. Right, right. Venmo yeah. charges yeah. you as well. Um, and so, I mean, I, I think that, 
I don't think it's going to take over for Venmo or Square because it's not multi-platform, obviously. But like, if I wanted to pay you, I might use Apple Pay. Yeah. Right. Uh, and oh, what happens to your balance? Does it go to an iTunes thing? Did they say it, do- it does go to a uh, kind of like a Apple Pay debit card, and you can oh. use that. You can you can maintain a balance like Venmo, right? You can maintain a balance in there and use it, or pass it along when you pay someone else. But you can also just deposit it into your bank account. I don't know. They didn't say whether it's an automatic thing like Square. That's like the nice thing about Square. Like yeah. you don't have to accept the cash and then transfer it out. They'll just automatically do it. Yep. Yep. Um, so they haven't said anything about how that works. I feel like okay. this feature probably has more of an ability to take over the Square Cash app rather than Venmo, because Venmo has a social aspect to it, right? And this is this is kind of like cash. You know, it's quite it, it's you don't tell all your friends. Yeah, it's that's not true. As fun. Yeah, with Venmo, it's kind of like people like random to do the, emojis. The, right, I right. paid you for random emojis. Yeah, and then yeah. Okay, the next thing they talked about was uh, Siri. Um, there is a new interface and a new voice. Did you hear the voice? Sunny, uh, sunny, and sunny. It sounds better. It does sound better. <laughs> uh, I yeah. do actually. So I have it on my iPad, and when I first asked, "Are, are you the new Siri?" and she responded, and it didn't sound like the new Siri, but I think that it is. Um, I've, I've asked it some more questions. Um, in real life, it doesn't sound as impressive as the demo, but it's definitely okay. better than before. But the the demo sounded like super real, right? I was yeah, like, "Wow, this demo, is really yeah. awesome." Um, well, the the female voice did. The male one still sounded a little, yeah, like, robotic. Yeah, uh, it's it's okay. I mean, I, I would say it's probably on par with the assistant. Uh, I wouldn't say okay. it's it's that much better than it at all. I don't necessarily right. like the new voice. She sounds younger. Um, and less trustworthy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Her voice is like a higher tone. Um, it's not as mature. Not mature. I don't want to use that word. But like, it's not. Your as- age is trustworthy. Your age is. <laughs> but um, I am really impressed with the ability to make the same word sound different. In oh, and the oh, example yeah, that right. they had was like. Sunny, I don't know what the second one was, and then the last one was sunny. You know, like happier, lighter. Uh-huh. Um, I was really impressed by that because that's something that's pretty difficult. Yeah, I feel like it would just be like sunny, sunny, sunny. Right. Yeah, there was like there was no change in the in how it pronounced words before. Right, the intonation is um, much better. Yeah, and that's key to making it sound, I guess, like friendlier or more like lifelike. I don't know, more yeah. natural. So what what are uh, Siri's new tricks? It can do translation. Uh, that's about it. Does it like say it for you, or does it, it does just, say like, it for show you? Actually, it on the screen? no, no, it does pronounce it for you. Uh, there's only a few languages that it supports at the moment. I think maybe like five or six. Uh, okay. So that's kind of nice. Um, and then it also syncs between devices, so it should remember what you asked on like other devices, which is nice. That is nice. And then um, I think they only added one app so- app type to Siri Kit. Uh, which is like to-do lists. So like, um, I don't know, like wonder list or something like that. Uh, but surprisingly, no mention of like music apps or uh, podcast apps. So you still can tell it to play something in Overcast. Oh, that's so annoying. How hard is that to implement? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's hard, but. Wait, why is it important for it to be able to sync between devices? 
I think that like the way that it used to work, it's not super important, but like the way that it used to work is that um, because every all your information was was like kind of siloed in each app or in each device, like you might get different answers or it doesn't know stuff about you. So I, I think presumably if it can sync between devices, maybe Siri will start to learn more about you over time um, privately. So it doesn't necessarily communicate that to Apple, but you don't need to teach it on your phone and then have it learn stuff on your iPad. So like sometimes it will suggest like what apps you're going to use or, you know, routes that you take. And maybe it will only display that on your iPhone because it doesn't know about that stuff on your iPad. Right? But does Siri learn? It's supposed to like to do suggestions as to like news and location aware stuff and, you know, apps that it suggests that you use at certain times of the day. But they used to learn that stuff separately, right? So like like the same way that the photos would like figure stuff out on like each library on its own device. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just didn't know if Siri actually learned. I thought she mm. doesn't actually learn. I mean, and she, improve. She, does, she doesn't she doesn't learn and improve, but I think she's supposed to try to uh I guess try to get a better understanding of how you use your device. I, I don't think it's super advanced. Okay. But like right right now, if I said like um you know, like Matthew is my son, then it'll remember that relationship on my iPhone. Does it remember that on my iPad? If I say like, I don't like know. call call my son or something if he had a phone? I thought that it would because it's on your contact I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Oh, maybe it edits the contact list that yeah, way. Okay. Right. So that might work, but like I mean, I don't think that many many people are actually using it across devices and like ha- expecting it to remember certain things. But um, I think that it's kind of the building blocks for a uh, universal, you know, uniform assistant that travels with you, you know, with the home device and Apple TV and on the Mac and iOS devices and things like that. So yeah. they're kind of laying down the foundation. Yep. Okay, cool. Wow, we have a lot to go. Yeah. Okay, let's just go to the uh, the exciting stuff. They, they did okay. some AR stuff, I guess, in cameras. Um, uh-huh. So there's an AR kit, uh, which I, I kind of didn't expect. I mean, Tim Cook has been talking about AR for a really long time, and yeah. people expect that the new iPhone will do AR, but I kind of didn't expect them to announce it here, but I guess it makes sense. So they're basically giving them an API um, so that app developers can incorporate AR into the iPhone and the iPad. Okay. So there's kind of a neat demo uh, that... I think Peter Jackson's studio did um, on a tabletop. Uh-huh. It, it kind of looks cool. Uh, I don't know how practical it is, but it's worth checking out. Yeah. All right, I'll have to check that out. The only thing that was cool about it was when they moved the lamp. So there was like a lamp coffee, a mug on yeah. the table. And uh-huh. when they moved the lamp, the shadow, the direction of the shadow for the cup altered as well. Oh, like so a that's... real life lamp. No, no, no. They're, both oh, of them I mean, are virtual. Yeah, they're both virtual. Oh, okay. Virtual. Um, so that was pretty neat. I, aside from that, I don't know. I think it's more like, you know, other companies are announcing that and they kind of have to, like, announce something like that. Is there, like, an end game for this? Like, is there, are there going to be, like, Apple glasses or... Yeah, that's the rumor, right? Apple glasses? Yeah. But, um, I mean, so they, they show... If you watch the Peter Jackson thing, like, the guy is literally... There's a clear table. He's holding his iPad up to his face. And, like, you know, you can 
pan around and see the the action or the virtual action from different angles and it's kind of uh-huh. cool because it, it feels like oh wow this is right in front of me like in on my table but yeah. i just don't understand like i don't think personally that that many people are going to want to hold an ipad up to their face to do this uh-huh. right like i mean it's kind of neat to try once and it's it works well as a tech demo um but you know an iphone or an ipad up to your face doesn't seem too compelling to me yeah, and like, what are the use cases like outside of? I guess there are probably a lot, but outside of like, I see games is like the main one for now. But well, so I mean, they kind of pictured it as like there's like some you know scripted scene that goes on, and you are the director, so you can see what angle you want to view it in, and like you can kind of see it from different angles, which is kind of neat, right? Yeah, but, but sometimes I just want to see what the director wants me to see, right? Because I'm not a director, and there's a reason why I'm not a director, right? Like, I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, like, right? isn't that the kind of the thing with, like, the virtual reality movies? Yeah. It's like, like in some of the videos that I've watched, I feel like I, I miss something, which is kind of cool because I have to, like, watch it multiple times to kind of get everything. Um, but there are times when I'm just like, just show me what I need to see. And, like, you know, there's, like, it, there's an art to it. And I just, like, having, like, having just everything out there kind of takes away a little bit of it, of, like, the magic. Uh, okay, so the next big thing that they announced is control center changes. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw, like, a screenshot of it. It, it, it looks, looks crazy. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I like it. But you don't. You said... I, I do not like, like it. it. No. Okay. It's like a little... Have you tried it, Karen? Yeah, I looked at it. Well, I haven't tried it, but it looks like um, a control panel. Like, this is what <laughs> I would expect to see if I walked into, like, GE... <laughs> and they had like a huge screen and there are a ton of buttons that control everything. It's yeah, a, yeah know, it's a little overwhelming. Is every button adjustable? Okay, so or? yeah, so they are adjustable, which I didn't realize in the beginning. But if you go to the control center uh, page in settings, you can do different things. Um, there are no third party things, which I assume will come later. Uh-huh. Uh, Maybe next year, so not not too soon. But um, you can do things like uh, there's a shortcut button for screen recording, right? Or a shortcut button for alarm versus timer. Um, and there's like flashlight, obviously. There, there's different things that you can do. So that's yeah. kind of neat that you can customize it. I mean, to me, the problem is that um, you can't change how big the buttons are. So like if you if you only have one thing on there, like it's still going to be pretty small. There's just going to be blank space, I think. And uh-huh. to me, the music player is just really small. So when you're playing oh. something, like it just does a lot of scrolling. It just it's not that easy to hit. Like it's just I wish I could make the music player bigger. I see. And make everything else a little smaller, or like you know, kind of rearrange things like that. Then it could be actually a really good system, right? Because it's better than the old one that everything's on one page. But yeah, the music like things are just too small. But so, you're using it on the iPad. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even tried on the iPhone. Okay. I feel like iPad Control Center feels different to me than the iPhone one. Yeah, it might be different. I mean, I wonder what it's going to look like. But they just need the music player to be, like, wider than it currently is. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, I mean, I don't know if you can rearrange. Maybe you can move it and make it wider. But I haven't found that ability. Okay. Um, the other weird thing that they did was, so they got rid of Notification Center. And now when you swipe down from the top, you get the lock screen. What? Which is really weird. Like, they're doing so many weird things with the lock screen and, like, having to hit the home button to clear it or, you know, like, over the past few years, I feel like it's changed so much. Yeah. And it's just hard to get, like, a mental map of, like, what you're doing and how, you know, like, how it works. And 
I mean, if it's hard for me, I, I feel like it will be hard for like my mom, especially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's tricky. Like, I don't know what they're doing there. Yeah. I feel like with every version, there's something new and I've kind of given up on teaching my mom how to do it. Like I just tell her to not even bother with it or I just like <laughs> kind of avoid it because yeah, it's too yeah. hard. Like she'll learn it and then she'll forget and then she'll ask me and she'll want to redo it because she knows of a way to do something right but she can't actually re redo it um it's it's really annoying um it's i don't know i feel like they need to really fix or really think very thoroughly about what works and what doesn't work um before they launch these like new gestures yeah, because I feel like this is a pretty, like, important gesture. It's like, you know, swiping down from the top. It's like a pretty common one for, like, Android users. And then, I don't know, I can't even imagine the lock screen coming down from the top. Like, that doesn't even make any sense to me. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, so if you have a different lock screen background than the uh, home screen background, I think that you'll actually get the different background. So it used to just be, like, the frosted look, right? Yeah. But it's, like, totally different. It just seems weird. But they're also doing weird things, too, like... Um, in settings, there's actually a a software shutdown button, right? What does so, that even mean? Well, yeah, I don't even th- know. That there's means. an option that says shut down, and and presumably it's because like maybe the power button is going to go away, right? So I think that they are like kind of laying the foundation for future hardware that may not have a hardware button, and maybe like they're going to do different things with the lock screen, and so that's why they're kind of messing around with the stuff. But like for uh, now, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, for now it just seems like. They don't know what to do, and so they're kind of trying different things, and it's kind of crappy because, like, usually you would expect Apple to, you know, think it through and then have like the one correct solution. But it seems like they're like, oh, we'll try this now, right? And then next year they're like, oh, well, we'll try this, and it's like completely different. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of annoying. Huh. Okay, I'm going through this iOS 11 thing, trying to find a screenshot of that, but yeah, it's really weird. Can't. Okay. Uh, Okay, other stuff real quick. Uh, they made some changes to maps. Uh, they added lane guidance for for uh, turn-by-turn directions, which is awesome. That's nice, yeah. Um, there's like a do not disturb while driving mode, so you can actually, uh, I guess it'll detect that you're driving. Uh, it will actually detect if anyone's driving, and so like if you're not, if you're like the passenger, you can say I'm not driving, but it will auto kind of enable it if you have this feature turned on. Uh-huh. And then if people text you, you won't even get the like notification that they texted you. You know, it's actually kind of nice because uh, I was actually just thinking um, I've been driving a lot over the past week. And then when I when I use Waze um, and a notification pops in, it, it, it obscures part of like the navigation view. Yeah. Um, and I, if I don't know where I'm going and it's like, you know, in 0.3 miles, I have to do this. And then a notification pops up and I don't know what I'm supposed to do or like where I'm supposed to go. It is kind of annoying. So, I mean, minus like the whole distracted driving thing where people try to like respond to texts. It's also nice for for something like that. I mean, I would say what they should do for that is develop a system where it doesn't block the screen when notification comes in. That that would be nice, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I agree that it's nice to have. And I don't think you need to turn it on. It just actually, the first time you take a drive, it suggests that you turn it on. And I think you can say yes or no. Um, Mm -hmm. The cool thing is that if someone texts you, they will get a message, like an auto reply back saying like, hey, I'm driving, like, uh, so I can't respond to your message right now, right? And I think uh-huh. that if they type like urgent, it will actually go through. 
right? Yeah. So if, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so it's like a reply urgent if you want this message to really go through. And then like if your friend does type urgent, then I'll get the message. But they also have... So when you mentioned that... Um, like if you're a passenger and it also detects that, you know, you're driving when you're actually not. Um, mm. There's a button on the screen that says that allows you to say like, oh, I'm not driving. Right. right. So you can turn that off. Yeah. Yeah. So, I okay. mean, it's, it's a neat feature. I mean, I, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. So it's good. Um, they, they have some uh, new HomeKit stuff. Uh, native multi-room support. AirPlay 2. So um, I think technically... So rest in peace, Sonos? Yeah, it's not looking good for Sonos. They actually got called out in the, uh, in the series speaker portion. But no. Oh, they did? Yeah. Uh, okay, then they did Apple Music uh, social playlist, and you can kind of see, you can add friends and see what they're listening to. Uh, so don't judge me when you I see that I'm listening to Justin <laughs> Bieber. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's that. And then they actually redesigned the App Store, which is not expected. Um, How does it look? It looks pretty nice, actually. Uh, so there's actually like a today view where I think uh, curators, like the app, app store curators will kind of populate it with like new things and, and stories and, and like almost like blog posts. So there's one uh-huh. for, um, what's the name of that, that app? Uh, <laughs> the, Monument the, Valley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Monument Valley <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, that one. It's <laughs> yeah. really nice. Uh-huh. I mean, like they did a really good job kind of... Um, I don't know, like modernizing it, bringing it up to, you know, what the style is for. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, like the Apple News. News. Yeah. yeah, the Apple Music style. It looks nice. I think this is the best uh, redesigned app that they have. Um, yeah. And then they some stuff like auto-playing videos with the sound off. Uh, but it kind of makes okay. the App Store look more alive because like when you're scrolling around, like things are moving and, and things like yeah. that. Yeah. That's oh, cool. Oh, yeah. And so it seems like there's a pretty... They updated all the bottom nav, right? The bottom navs. Yeah. There's like a games tab specifically for games. And then there's an apps tab that doesn't have games. So like you can kind of segregate them. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. Uh, then the the big things, I guess, is a uh, new iPad Pro. So this yeah, is actually kind right. of kind of a long episode because we're at the forty something minute mark, but, but uh, okay. But it was a long keynote. Yeah, it was a long keynote. Um, so they announced actually two new models, right? A ten point five inch and a twelve point nine inch uh, iPad Pro. I, I think yep. the nine point seven inch is discontinued. Oh so, really? Yeah, it's not on the store anymore. Oh no! So um, you can't. I mean, I assume that you can probably still get one for a little bit, but uh, yeah. they're not going to continue selling them. Okay, so maybe there'll be some good deals for people who want to get one. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some tech specs. Uh, they have uh, an A10X processor. Actually, it has six cores, uh, three high-performance and three high-efficiency, and a 12-core uh, GPU. 12-core GPU just sounds crazy. Yeah, I mean, these sound like they're pretty pretty uh, powerful systems, I guess. Um, and then the other thing that they have is this thing they called ProMotion. Not not promotion, uh-huh. but promotion, uh-huh. um, and it basically um, will dynamically adjust the frame rate up to 120 hertz, and so um, I guess that's that's more than the previous iPad Pros or iPads Pro, and mm-hmm. um, apparently it's supposed to like result in super silky like animation and frame rates just because it's like 120 hertz. Okay, uh, but they can't demo it because all you know most people's screens are only 60 hertz or so. 
Yeah. And like the projector is only 60 hertz, so they, they right. can't demo it. So uh, I think MKBHD had a tweet that said this is like a very underrated uh, feature. Uh-huh. And that it looks really, really awesome in person. So I'm kind of you know curious to see what it looks like. Yeah. But we'll see. So are you going to get one, Mike? Uh, yes. Which one are you going to get? <sighs> okay, so they released it in 64, uh, 256, and 512, right? Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, and I, I talked about wanting to get a uh, cellular model, which adds another 130 bucks. Um, yep. Do you still have the s- unlimited cellular plan? I do, but they they uh, I think they modified it recently. Oh, okay. Um, so it's like throttled after 22 or 23 gigs. I think it's pretty standard now. Yeah, that's pretty good still. Um, yeah, but that's not bad. So yeah, still have that. Um, so I figure, you know, it's the 12.9 is just just such a beast to carry around. Yeah. Uh, but it would be nice for the 9.7, and I think 10.5 is a pretty similar form factor. Um, so I think I'm going to go cellular. I'm just not sure about 64 or 256. So 256 would be what 750 plus 138. I think it's going to be close to like 900 bucks. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Oh, wow. Which is kind of kind of ridiculous to pay for an iPad. Do you have a pencil? I do. Yeah. They came out with the sleeve that has a kind of like a pencil holder. It's really Oh, really? Nice. They call it a pencil holder. It's a case for the pencil. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it, you slip the iPad in there uh-huh. and there's some like there's like kind of a this I don't know, like a line. I don't know, like an opening. Not really. Uh-huh. Like just space. Oh, so for does the pencil. pencil actually go in the case of the iPad? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's that's really nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that. Um. But you have an iPad Pro, right? Like a twelve point nine inch one. Isn't have, that probably yeah. about a thousand dollars or nine hundred something dollars too? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you I haven't guess, done that before. Right. It just feels weird that it's like a smaller size uh, iPad. Okay. That, gotcha. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You've made this mistake thanks, before. Thanks you can make for, it, yeah, you can make it again. Me. Yeah. Um, and that time it was like 32, 128, right? Yeah. I think it started at 32 and then the next yeah. step up. Like, they that's always, so stupid. They always know the one that I want and then they don't offer that one and they offer one that's like just below and just above it. Yep, yep. Which one so, do you want? Like last time I had the 64 gig iPad Air 2 and then they announced the Pro, and they only have 32 and 128. So I got 128, oh. and now I'm like, yeah, 128 is perfect. And then now it's 64 <laughs> and 256. And I'm like, well, now 264 is too little, right? Even though two years ago it was fine. but It's a game. Yeah. They're training you. They're just constantly pushing, like, upselling me, and I fall for it every time. Yep. So um, that said, like, I, I was almost set, like, pretty much set on getting one of these before they announced it. And it's a great product, but I'm not sure if I'm going to get one. Really? Yeah. Or you mean you're going to get one and then possibly just return it Maybe. in two weeks? Yeah. Maybe. But um, no, well, so the reason why is because, I mean, I use my iPad so much uh, that it kind of makes sense for me to get the latest and the greatest because I love the iPad. Yeah. But I was kind of wondering whether like some of the iPad Pro multitasking features were going to take advantage of either like the the extra screen real estate or, you know, things that I couldn't do with my current 9.7 inch iPad Pro. Uh-huh. But it doesn't seem like that's the case. So Really? I feel like you just have a little more room to do everything. Right, right. So I think it is better. But like I thought they would maybe do like on like that pixel size, they would have three apps at the same time or, you know, things like that. 
can't you have three apps? Didn't, I thought I saw a picture of like one floating on top and then two. Yeah, like, I don't know how that view. guy did that. But I, I don't think that that's exclusive. Is that exclusive to the bigger iPad? I don't know. Probably not. But yeah. I would imagine it's way less usable on the 9.7. It, it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that even any kind of multitasking right, on the 9.7 is a little tight. Yeah. So the 10.5 might be better for that. But I don't know if that's enough that um, for me you to buy a brand it. new iPad. You should get it. Karen wants me to get one because... I want his old iPad. <laughs> she wants my old iPad. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you got to get it. Yeah. But I am excited uh, because, like, you know, you can pre-order them today, right? Yeah. Um, have, the, have the date slipped? I don't know. I don't. I doubt it. Um, yeah. And I feel like you can always go in store on day and one, buy one and right. pick it up. And so they're, they're shipping next week. I think when I checked earlier, they would deliver by, like, next Tuesday. So oh, that's wow. pretty. that's pretty quick. Um, yeah. We're going to be in New York, so I might be able to check one out in the store in New York. So, like, the prospect of getting a new product so soon is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it, like, it, usually yeah, it's a few weeks because, like, it's, like, pre-orders in a few days and then another week after that. And so to get right. one in a week is, is kind of cool. Yeah. You got to do it. But we'll see. Oh, they also have USB 3 charging now in the smaller 10.5-inch one. So faster charging. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. Yep. That's good. So next week you'll have one. Oh yeah, well, I don't think I don't think I'll have one, but we'll see. I'm pretty sure you'll have one. <laughs> we'll have one. Yeah. Okay, I guess we'll have the one. End. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, then the next thing is uh, iOS 11 for iPad Pro. So they finally did uh, some massive. That was like a whole separate thing. It was. Wow. Yeah. Um, did you see it? Uh, no. Oh, so well, th- I saw I saw the doc. That's yeah, it. so there's like a macOS-style dock where you can put in a bunch of apps in there. There is a limit, but um, it, it's like a a really high number that yeah. you know, probably more than you would ever want to put in there. I mean, the, yeah. the icons get really small, so the tap target must be like, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird if you put that many apps in there because it's like the dock where it's like the most easily accessible, but the apps, the icons are so small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of uh, the hardest to tap. Um, but they're always there, I guess. Um <laughs> And then they like redesign like how you get into multitasking menu and, and the app switcher and, and things like that. So it's definitely worth checking out. Um, it takes a lot of getting used to because I've tried it yeah. for a few hours on my iPad and it still feels really new. Okay. But um, it, it's, it's pretty neat. I mean, I think that there's yeah. a lot of options, right? Yeah. This files app. Uh, so they released a files app. Yeah. It's only available for iPad or uh, iPad Pro. I don't know, actually. I don't. I don't mean. I don't know. I, I would imagine that's available f- across at least all iPads. I, I, there's nothing about that that seems like a, a pro feature. Yeah, yeah. Unless like you can only do drag and drop. I, I don't know. I actually haven't checked into that. It's kind of nice okay. though. So the Files app like is a place where you to access your files and like uh, organize and then like drag and drop some stuff uh, from that app into a different app. Mm-hmm. But it also works with third party. Uh, file storage apps like uh, Dropbox, Google Drive, and things like that. So it really is like one files app to rule them all. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. But can you move between the two, like to Google Drive, Dropbox? I think like... so. I can't. I don't that's see why not. Right. Yeah, that's really nice. Oh, that would be really nice. Yeah, I don't it's see why you of, wouldn't be able to. It's kind of weird because like. Jason was showing me how you can tap multiple files and move multiple files at once into a new folder. And like he had like his pointer finger on one file and then his middle finger <laughs> tapping on another one. 
and then tapping another one, well, another one. Because the, the way so it works. So if you, if you have six files, you're screwed. No, well, okay. So then I realized you, have have you can just use your other hand, right? And just tap with the pointer. 11 finger. files, yeah. you're screwed. <laughs> No, no, but so, yeah, I mean, so there's drag and drop, right? Um, but it's kind of a neat system because, like, the way that you would drag multiple files right now on the Mac is you would, like, select them using your mouse or, or trackpad, and then you'd have to, like, you know, click and drag them to, like, another folder and then, like, spring load it and then like, go into the other folder, right? But yeah. you can literally just, like, you know, hold on one file, and then any file that you tap in that view, it will just like kind of automatically go underneath the finger that's held down. Uh huh. But you can then click on a folder and like with your other hand or, or another finger, and it will go, you know, right into that folder. And it, your files are still being held down by that one other hand. I so see. it's really like a two, you can use two hands, right? Like it's, it's interesting yeah. because like you're not used to doing that. It's like Minority Report. Yeah, it's, it's actually kind of neat. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's the future, but um, uh-huh. it's 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 novel. Yeah. Does it feel like intuitive after you do it? Yeah, I think so. Does it feel like this is how you I mean, should be doing this I, thing, I, I, this I action? Sure. I, I think it feels pretty good. I, I don't know how often I need to select multiple files and move them all at once. Yeah. I don't so. think I don't think it's easily discoverable. That's the thing. Like yeah, I think you found true. it. Because, you know, you were, like, playing around with it and trying to see what it can and can't do. But I imagine that for many people, they just wouldn't think that they can hold down with one finger and tap multiple things. And, you know, yeah. it's it's kind of strange. Right. You just usually don't use two fingers. I, I actually saw some guy tell me that, you, you know, how to do it. So oh. I, I didn't discover it. Okay. And so, yeah. No, I agree. It, it is not very discoverable. Uh-huh. But, you know, we'll see. Um, there's some other stuff there too as well, but ma- mainly like, you know, the app switcher, the dock and drag and drop. Yeah. What do you use for notes? Cause I saw that notes improved. I, I actually use notes. Yeah. Me too. Now it's actually pretty yeah. good. It's good enough. Yeah. It's good enough. I mean, so you, like I don't have a pencil and I don't handwrite yeah. any notes, but they they do have some like cool stuff. Oh, also the, um, the promotion thing allows for lower latency for the pencil. Yeah, I'm really excited. Wait, I don't understand why you don't have a pencil. Just because there's no need? Yeah. Like, really also, need I it. feel like the ten point, the 9.7 inch is a little small for the pencil. Yeah. yeah. It's a little small. Oh, one thing that was really cool is, I don't know if you've mentioned it before, but you can drag and drop URLs, which oh, is yeah. neat. Like, I think, okay. I, would, I think I would use that a lot. Yeah, you can drag and drop URLs, pictures, blocks of text. Uh, files. It's kind of like that uh, that kind of demo video Federico yeah, made, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's pretty much exactly the same thing. It's pretty cool. Um, That's nice. Yeah, so it, it works really well. Um, He's probably so happy. <laughs> yeah, just, they just don't have that that shelf feature that he does. That right, he has, right. Which is actually a really good idea. So maybe that will come at some point. It's a little complicated, yeah. but no, it's I pretty think cool. It's too much. Yeah, it's a little cool. Uh, it's a little complicated, but it's cool. Um, yeah. The other uh, the other thing that they did is um, like you can mark up screenshots really easily. That's nice. So I happens, actually do that quite a bit. So what happens when you take a screenshot is it actually shows you a thumbnail in the bottom left corner of the screen. And you can just flick it aside to dismiss it. Or you can uh-huh. tap it and then immediately go into markup. Oh, so it like it's like a preview that will just hover for a second and then... I don't even know if it's first. Like I don't, if you don't touch it, I don't think it goes away, but it, it might. But oh, you can, so you you can flick like... it. You can dismiss it by just flicking it to the side. Okay. Um, so if you want to like take screenshots, it, it, I bet you more people will use markup because of that, because it's just so yeah. easy to access. Whereas before you had to take a screenshot, 
go to the photo library and tap then tap the edit, image, then tap the like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. just really hard. Yeah. Uh, so that's nice. And then, so for notes, you can do like inline drawing within like an app or within the uh-huh. notes. And then um, it will actually do like image recognition or like, you know, uh, OCR. That's nice. I mean, I like, I like OneNote, but if this brings a lot of stuff, like OneNote kind of stuff that I use into notes. So that's good. And then you can also scan uh, documents into notes as well. And it does wow. like it's kind of like they a like sure a scanner like pro, those. yeah, like yeah. where you can um, like it'll adjust you know as best as it can for like perspective and uh, color correct and things like that. Yeah, that's nice. Great. Yeah, I bet the like their algorithm is probably better or like will make better results if they do that like automatically. I don't know, like for the ones that I use, I have to like select the borders. So you, you, you can still like do that. They, they still ask you to. I mean, I, I don't think there's probably a limit to how good it can get. Yeah. So I don't know that it's, um, you know, like worse or better. In yeah, document right, right. scanning. But I would say it's about <laughs> the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I really liked was in the demo, he could take a, he took a photo of the document at a really bad angle and uh-huh. he still captured it really well. Because it's yeah. a demo. But we when we tried it, it wasn't so bad. It was okay. Like when I use I use Genius Scan, and you uh-huh. have to like map the corners and yeah, like yeah, adjust the, the colors. Right. But this is it's pretty seamless. But but you yeah, can also I feel like just bring the Apple Touch to document scanning. But you can also just <laughs> take it at the right angle, right? Like it's almost like she's trying to take it at the wrong angle to see if it can do it. It's like when I vacuum and like I go over something and it doesn't take up like you know it doesn't get sucked up in my vacuum. And then I just like move it a little bit, but then I just try to vacuum. I could just pick it up and like throw it away, but I don't. Like yeah, I just, but, I mean, <laughs> you're trying lazy. to make sure you want to see if it works, right? Like you just but want it to like, be successful. I feel like the point of it is like, hey, if it works at like this extreme angle, like you know, if you don't get it just perfectly like dead on, you'll be fine. Oh, you know what? What that's actually good for? If it's bright outside, because there can be a reflection. On your document, oh, okay. and you have to adjust the angle of your <laughs> yeah, phone. Jason. All right. <laughs> or if you're like a spy and you don't have a lot of time, yeah, and you need to like take pictures of documents at like strange angles. The Russians are really happy right now. They're like, "Thanks, Tim Cook." <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, and then the last thing they announced is uh, the HomePod, which is a Siri speaker. What do you think about that name, HomePod? It's terrible. I mean, I don't like the name, but I'm sure I'll get used to it. It sounds so old. Because yeah. it's like the iPod. The, yeah, even I, AirPod sounds old. Well, so I guess I guess worse. if they went with AirPods too, right? It kind of makes sense. Like if they didn't I go with like, AirPod, then maybe it makes more sense. If it was like Apple wireless headphones, right? And then to name it HomePod would be a little strange. But if it kind of follows with the iPod, AirPod, EarPod, HomePod, I guess pod. so. I don't like the pod. Just like I don't know. Sure. No, that's fair. I don't. I don't love the name either. Um, I guess it makes sense. I just don't like home and pod together. Yeah. I like AirPods. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Home right. And pod. Just. Yeah, I thought that was a weird name when they announced it. But um, yeah. I mean, what do you think? Did you get to to see it? Uh, I saw the video. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, I don't know. I'm so invested in Sonos that it's going to be hard because it seems like their whole thinking about this was we're making like a really good like speaker first and foremost right yep and then like we'll also add in like other things like siri is there um we'll add in like skills later on Um, yeah no api for developers yeah 
So I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess if you're looking for something that can leverage like the AirPlay 2 um, and you want to like build like a whole like a whole like home audio kind of setup and you haven't already invested in something, then maybe this would be like a good. But how much is like a Play 1? 200 bucks? 200 bucks, yeah. 300 bucks for the Play 3 and 500 bucks for the Play 5. Yeah, and so right now you can get like, I think right now if you buy two Play Ones, you save fifty bucks or something. Yeah, so three fifty. So it's three fifty, and you get like a like a legit stereo pair. Right. Um, and maybe this sounds better by itself, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. to me, I would rather get one HomePod than two Play Ones. I think. Uh huh. Um, only because, so, I mean, I don't know anything about home theater stuff. Um, I'm sure Sonos is not the greatest, but I love it. Uh, I love Sonos. Uh, we have like five play ones and it's great. Yeah. But I think the play ones only have like one tweeter, um, and like one mid woofer or something like that. Maybe. Right. Um, this right. has seven tweeters and like a four inch sub, which seems pretty good. Yeah. It seems like the sounds will be probably significantly better. Than maybe what you could get from a pair of Play Ones. I mean, I think possible. the the um, the Play Five has like three tweeters, I think, and three mid mid woofers. I don't know what the difference between a mid woofer and a sub woofer is, but um, I think just the frequencies, yeah. But like, I mean, if this has seven, like, is this better than the Play Five? I don't know, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess based on numbers, but I guess it's how they implement it. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it sounds good. Um, so for uh, have me, there been any impressions, like written not impressions really. about it? Yeah, I haven't heard any impressions. It's probably hard to demo in like a busy room. No, you can't. It's not. You can't test it. It doesn't oh. really work. It only lights up. Oh, it doesn't even play sound. I don't think so. Oh, I mean, this is also not shipping until December for for three forty nine. But um. Yeah, that also dampens my enthusiasm for it. Yeah, but like I, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I definitely would rather have this than a Sonos. I think, and I have multiple Sonoses, and so I think like, you know pending impressions like if people say it sucks and i won't get one but if people are like oh the sound quality is really good i can probably sell all of my sonos equipment and then probably get you know not as many home pods but i probably won't need as many if the sounds are better like it's louder and it fills the room better than a play one does and probably um, come out about even i mean you use apple music right yeah i do is it only gonna support apple uh, probably music? do they talk yeah, about that they didn't say but like i would i would imagine that uh, until Siri gains the ability to play on Spotify or something like that, um, yeah, yeah, I, I would imagine that they wouldn't. They're not in a rush to support Spotify on this HomePod. Sure, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Which one are you but gonna I, get? I'd rather get the white one. I think it's a nice mm. one. I think the white is better than the black. The black looks really old. Looks. Let me let me see these. For me, like, so there's a little light on top. Uh, so when you talk to Siri, it's kind of like the Google Home. Uh, there's like a little multicolored light that flashes around when Siri's active. Yeah. And it looks better to me when that's on the white one than it does on the black one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Wait, so that's not really like a screen. It's just like a... I don't think so. Hey, Siri is active. Yeah, it doesn't no. display any information. Yeah, it's not a screen and it looks like it's a very thin layer of some sort of plastic and they have like some i guess like lights leds underneath it's kind of like the google home one yeah it looks like i mean my problem with like original airplay was like getting all the things like 
I tried like rolling that out, um, like with like um, like the Airport Expresses, yeah, um, that had like the audio jack, and tried to get it to like set up, but it was just so janky compared. Like audio would drop out or it would like stop syncing, or one of the rooms would turn off. Right. Um, so I guess that's why maybe they made AirPlay two. Um, so I mean, I'm sure that this will probably work. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to just hear how it sounds. That's basically probably the most important thing because, I mean, I use Apple Music already, um, and I already have things that can, like, you know, control my devices. So if it's just, if you're just looking at it as, like, a Sonos competitor versus, like, a Google Home or Amazon Echo competitor, I mean, w- would you replace, like, your Google Homes and Echoes and Sonoses with just this device? He wants to. Yes. He wants to throw out my homes. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's okay. So I think that the Google Assistant is definitely better than Siri, and I'm I'm yeah. still kind of disappointed that they didn't do more to improve Siri. But uh-huh. I mean, at the end of the day, what are we using the assistant for? Like setting alarms, uh, checking the weather. What I tell right? her to tell me jokes. Tell me, yeah, tell me jokes, right? Like it's nothing complex. We're not like doing rocket science with the assistant, and then you know Siri can't do that, and so now we're you know stuck. Right. So once this thing has better microphones that can hear you from across the room, um, it's really the same. Right. Like maybe if we ask it more advanced questions, it won't do it, whereas the assistant will. But we rarely do that. Right. Especially in the home, like where we have the most problems with Siri, I think, is if I have to get directions to a restaurant and it's like some Asian name. And so it's hard for Siri to understand it because she's expecting Uh English. But Uh I mean, we're not going to do that at home. So. Really, like, what's the score of the Yankees game? What time is it? Send this person a message. That It can do all that stuff, right? Yeah. So And that stuff it can do better, like sending a message. Right. It, well, with iOS devices, it can do it better. Right. So for me, I think that this is definitely a replacement for all of them. Um, uh-huh. And I think that it's smart that they marketed it as a music device, right? Because Sonos is a much easier target than a direct comparison with Echo, right? Or like... Right. Uh, home because then it's like well yeah it's the same thing but the assistant is worse but here it's like oh this is better sound quality than sonos better sound quality than the other ones and then oh yeah you can also set alarms too right yeah yeah i think that's like it's a like great an, way it's of like an afterthought it. but it's still like good enough yeah right so to, to me like I, I don't see why i wouldn't get this uh-huh other than like if they were like the sounds not that good and wait for version two yeah yeah all right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably, I'll definitely get one to start and check it out. And then I guess we'll see from there. Yeah. But you're going to keep your Sono stuff? I mean, for now, yeah. I'm not going to like preemptively sell it all. <laughs> yeah. Are you? No, no, no. No. no I mean, I'm going to wait. going to start listing them. First, I'm going to start listing the Google Home. <laughs> you can't. Oh. You know, Google Home sings like the best version of Happy Birthday. There's like two versions. Oh, there is. Sings. Yeah, we, we heard that. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. What What are the two versions? One is like a regular one. And then one is like, uh, it like she clears her throat. She's like, <clears throat> and then. Oh, yeah. Like, I think one is like, happy birthday to the most amazing person in the universe. And then. One is oh, like happy yeah, birthday yeah. to like, like whoever's birthday it is. So I like the assistant's personality. I feel like yeah. Siri doesn't have as much of a personality. Um, and Google did a really good job thinking through that. 
that aspect. Um, I don't know why Jason doesn't think. Yeah, why you hate on the assistant? The assistant, yeah. (laughs) No, it's fine. I mean, I don't. I I actually like it, right? But I mean, as a speaker, right? If I'm going to replace my Sonoses, I think that the the speaker on the assistant, it's okay, but it's not great. And if we are yeah. already going to have another speaker that already has an assistant in it and it works better with my devices, I don't know why I would, at this point, keep the assistant. Because there's nothing that it does that I really need it to do that the Siri one can't do at this point. I mean, maybe, you know, I think that the assistant is probably going to continue to stay ahead of Siri. And so maybe there will be a point where it does stuff that the Siri one can't do. And then it makes more sense to have the assistant. But at this point, they kind of all aren't that great. Yeah, and you know, actually, the probably there's there's something that will come out like in September. Like you'll be able to integrate it with the Apple TV, and then the assistant kind of loses that advantage with a Chromecast. It's you kind of have oh, parity yeah. there if you're invested in the mm. Apple TV. That would be nice. You could say like you know, play the you know, or pick up where you left off on the Americans on your Apple TV. Yeah, in 4K. That, in 4K. Yeah, yeah no, I mean that would be nice. True. That would be like a definite bonus for me. Um, like in favor of HomePod, but you would use so. it. You would use the HomePod more for assistant purposes, right? Like I don't. It sounds like unless the music quality is better than Sonos, then you would switch over. Yeah, um, I don't know. I definitely want the sound quality to be better. And then I don't know the assistant wise. Like I, I really like, I really like uh, Alexa. Oh, oh, <laughs> quiet. Sorry, Order some dollhouses. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Like right now for me, like Alexa is is definitely the most like versatile. So, but so would uh, you rather have say the sound quality of the Home Pod is like comparable, like to Sonos, but not clearly better, right? Would you rather just keep your Sonos and use Alexa? Probably. Because it's already set up this way. Yeah, but then you would... I mean, I guess what's going to really tip it, like tip the scales in like HomePod's favor, I think, is what kind of integration it does with your Mac and iPhone and iPad, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, is that I'm so invested already in the Apple ecosystem. Right, so if you can do things like ask it a question or do something, and it will, like, push some Send recipe to your, to your iPhone, and then you right. can see from your home screen, and you don't, right, like, that that Alexa can't do, yeah. and Apple has that advantage right there. Yeah, But exactly. so far, they're not doing that, so, I mean. Yeah, Okay. so I think, you know, that's stuff they can definitely add without, you know, new hardware. So, I mean, yeah, I'll for sure get one and then watch it, like, grow and mature. And then if it gets to that point, then, you know, I'll probably add more of them and, you know, sell off some of my some of my Echoes. And <laughs> Your assistant slaves? Products, but, yeah. <laughs> See which one performs but, uh, the best and then you get rid of the ones that underperform? That's right. It's it's okay. a performance-based uh, business in the Meritocracy. house here. So, that's right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, well, good luck editing this one, Jason. Yeah, that was uh, a nice quick one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we still have like uh, three more paragraphs of stuff. No, no, that we didn't cover. I think we're done now. <laughs> but well, are you going to put iOS 11 on any of your devices? Yeah, you know, actually, I think I'm going to throw it on my uh, one of my iPad Pros tonight. 
okay. while I go to bed. Cool. It's definitely you know buggy, it for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not too bad, but so I've had bad. I've had crashes, uh, especially when you're like trying to modify control center. Um, okay. <laughs> but like, not no like major things where you can't use so and so app. At least I haven't encountered that yet. I'm like, gonna put it on my twelve point nine. Yeah, nice. Give it the most uh, most screen real estate. Cool. Yeah, let me know what you think. All right. Uh, you're coming this week, right? Yeah, we're actually flying tomorrow morning, so hopefully I can edit this tonight. Uh, All right, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll catch up for dinner. Oh, we went to uh, Florida Mayo last night. Oh. And uh, we, my parents, like, grilled the owner of Florida Mayo. We know, like, his whole life story now. So. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. So we can go and get free drinks next time. Nice. Go. You'll have to uh, tell me about it off the podcast. I will. Okay, nice. All right, guys. Well, see you soon, IRL. Yeah. All right. Sounds good.